I got into this because I'd had enough. I was fed up, but I got to put my words into action because I felt that at that moment when I spoke to the board of supervisors, there was millions of people listening. As I've sort of become a leader in this movement, I've realized that people want nothing more than to get on board to get their freedom back. If my voice gets heard and helps people, then this has all been well worth it. If my kids have a better America to live in, then this is absolutely worth it. I really don't like this stuff. I never wanted to be part of a production or a movie or, you know, I'd rather be out in the fields fighting somebody. This is the way that we fight. If this is the way that we inspire uh, people to move forward and, and to come on board with us, you know, for the win, then I'll be here. So. What's going on? Good morning. I mean. Good evening, whatever time it is when you're watching this. Good afternoon. Um, we've got a special guest with us. His name is John Doe. He's not a guest. He's not here. <laughs> <laughs> we've got a special ghost with us. That's right. That you can't see because <clears throat> reasons we can't explain. But the big the big <laughs> thing and the reason why it was important that, that um, he come today is because tomorrow's the election. I think this will come out tonight, this podcast. And... And this is a big election. This is maybe the the biggest in a long time, at least maybe in my whole lifetime. And um, and we know that in 2020, without a doubt, there were a lot of there's a lot of cheating that went on, a lot of irregularities, and uh, and so it's woke people up to to election fraud and that sort of thing. And so we wanted to kind of start off by talking about how to make sure that you're vote counts the things you can do and so i see like john you brought your ballot in today <clears throat> yep so unfortunately they send a mail-in ballot to every registered voter now because of covid and um these drop boxes no voter ids i mean you can add it all up together and the only motivation behind that if you're a critical thinker is it creates more opportunity um for fraud so locally here we're going to be collecting the tapes of all of the votes that were voted on the day of election now let me explain to you the worst thing that you the absolute worst thing that you can do is to drop off your vote by mail ballot in person on election day now i know you think when you're going down there and bringing your ballot there on the election day that you're voting in person you are not your drop if you're dropping it off at a drop bo drop box or at the county clerk's office or at your voting precinct that is the worst thing you can do um because it, it they have all these votes now that they have to count oh we have all these votes we got to count and then you have weeks of counting okay and who knows i mean we've got those ballots sitting around unsecured nobody watching it no cameras no you know so you end up with a, a lot more opportunity for funny business um, to happen. So the, the best thing you can do is vote in person on election day. And how you do that is you take your ballot out. You tell them, I want to vote in person. I want to surrender 
my ballot. Okay. So you take it out now on, <clears throat> let me get this thing out here. So this is what a ballot looks like here in California. So on the bottom here, there's a barcode right here. Okay. You got to cross, you got to sharpie the, just sharpie it. When in doubt, cross it out. All right. On the back, there's another barcode. Okay. Cross that thing out. Then you need to write surrender on the ballot, on the front. Diagonally. Diagonally across all, all it. All the way. All the way down. Write surrender. Write it a few times if you want to. Then on the other side, you write surrender diagonally um, as many times you want. And then to be honest, I last time when I did this, because I, I was kind of like, what? I was like, I want to vote in person. And they and I was like, what? I got to surrender a ballot. I got a what? There's another ballot sitting there ready. It was kind of funny business. Um, you know, funny to me, but <clears throat> I ended up, uh, ripping, shredding mine up. Um, personally, I said, can I just rip this thing up in, in pieces? And they were like, uh, yeah, go ahead. And they were actually like, that's a great idea. So that's what I did. I wrote all that stuff on it. Um, then you fill out your ballot and you, you got to do the oh, same thing on the, on Oh the yeah. Back. Yeah. Sorry. I'm skipping parts here. Diagonally then, across front and back. Diagonally across the front and back of your, the envelope. That was sent in the mail. You do that to this also. And I'm not quite sure about this barcode right here. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. I would, mm -hmm. I'm going to, I'm going to cross it out anyways. When in doubt, cross it out, you know, with a big fat Sharpie. Um, <clears throat> we think that voting with a ballpoint pen is probably a better idea than a Sharpie. There could be arguments on that, whether the bleed through matters or not. Um, they may want you to wait five to 10 minutes for the ink to dry before you vote it in the machine with the sharpie yeah with, so with the ink pen oh with the ballpoint yeah a ballpoint is going to dry quicker than a sharpie i would imagine Understood. well I, okay so if that's the case you but know just be aware of it that's all i'm saying so the thing about it is when you do vote in surrender your ballot properly and vote in fill another ballot out and feed it directly into the machine that information is available at the end of the day. Legally, they have to produce the tapes at the end of the day. It's like a receipt paper that they hang up on the outside of the precinct. Um, they have to do this legally so we can collect that data. Um, me and Woody and possibly John Doe and a bunch of other uh, people are going to be going around and collecting this information and that way we don't have to rely on the rov or anybody else to give us these numbers so those tapes then are printed as a report at the end of the poll when the poll is closed they're required by state law to be published outside posted outside of the election <clears throat> precinct poll door and they'll be there for 48 hours so they're supposed to stay there for 48 hours and they can be removed but anyone can take a picture of those tapes and that's what you're talking about is you'll be scanning pictures of those tapes and taking them from yep. the polls. I got 13 of them, uh, okay. last time. And, okay. uh, I enjoyed doing it. I mean, it was, I just drove around and took some pictures and talked to some people at the voting precincts are like, what are you doing? What group are you with? What, what's going on here? And this is weird. And I'm like, Hey, we're just collecting information. And, uh, that way we can yeah. at least, uh, you know, calculate our own, uh, information to a certain extent. Um, go ahead. Well, one, one more thing I wanted to talk about why it's important to go surrender this and vote in person is because if you drop these in a drop box or if you mail them in, they get put through that sorter, right? Well, everything goes through the sorter that is not 
manually fed through the machine. Okay, so one thing we were talking about, like you can see here, that the ballot when it gets when it gets uh, tapped to the bottom, there's a space enough for the ballot to be cut open. This machine sorts them and it as it does it cuts them open with knives and there's been cases where lots of ballots have been spoiled because they get cut because if they get flipped around upside down now see that's the ballot that's all the way to the top right there so if it went through like that and doesn't get tapped properly or whatever then it could cut a ballot that makes it invalid is that correct so it has to be duplicated so then it has to be duplicated so then you got to go through this whole process of the person coming and re Voting, and you know, it's hard enough to get people to vote. Well, three people will take your ballot that's been damaged at the register's office, and they will duplicate it on your behalf and print out another ballot and then submit it in through the machine. What? That's three more people that shouldn't be touching your ballot. It's three more, and it's getting somebody to show back up to vote again, too. You no, know? they don't need to do that. They don't? They'll do the touch screen, and they'll actually duplicate. We can talk a little bit about that a little bit, or I can do it right now. So they don't have to contact the person and let them know that their ballot's no, been spoiled? No, the, if they put all these envelopes in packages of about 100 based on precincts. And then they'll actually drop them on the table a couple times like that to even up all the envelopes and such. Some of those ballots don't slide down inside the envelope all the way to the bottom. Right. So then they throw them on a horizontal flat, lay them flat, and they start picking them up and they start putting them in the Agilis machine. And that machine then weighs the, the envelope, takes a digital picture on the front and back of the envelope. It also takes a picture of the signature for signature verifications, and then it sorts by precincts. So it does that all. It'll take 100 ballots, and it'll do it in about 15 seconds. That fast, 13 pockets, that fast. So that's what's going on there. If the ballot is not at the bottom of the envelope and you throw it in there, it potentially could be cut. And that's what we're seeing is, 100, 200, sometimes 300 ballots a day that are being damaged by that slicer and then duplicated. And is that really what you want? No. I want to put it through the machine myself so nobody else is touching my ballot. Right. Vote. It's, it's That's a, why it's so critical to go to your poll, go to the election, re register's office, put it through uh, the machine yourself. Absolutely. You guys already both touched my ballot. I kind of feel violated. I know we did no, I touch. Touched your ballot. <laughs> you're gonna, <laughs> you're gonna surrender it anyway. What do you? Care? Yeah, you're gonna surrender it and vote in person. So here's one other thing too. In the local contests, um, it looks like that in District Three that there was around 300 ballots that were missing some people. So they were missing uh, the three open seats for the Redding City Council, for the contest for the City Clerk's office and uh a proposition whether or not they wanted uh, us to elect our clerk and treasurer or we want the city council to appoint them to appoint them yeah no thank you no thanks i'll choose my elected got, officials we got enough appointed bureaucrats but the the point is it's a good idea to check your ballot because it could be there could be i mean the government's in charge of this deal so it could surely get messed up you know it's kind of funny how you see in other um <clears throat> St statistically you see oh we ran out of republican ballot or uh republican ballots like and it always seems one-sided with all these anomalies you know it's always like one-sided it's like how can you flip a coin and it's just tails every time or heads every, you know i don't know i don't buy it you would think yeah i would know how many republicans are registered in my 
my county, right? So I need to have X number of ballots. Exactly. But apparently not. Yeah. So you go up to vote. Oh, we're, we're out. I mean, you want to surrender your ballot now. Oh, well, we ran out of Republican ones, you know, and all these leftist controlled cities. Yeah. But anyways, hey, uh, can you play that video? Because this thing is just going to get you freaking pumped. This is kind of like an IQ test. If you don't get it, then I, I'm not going to explain it. But I saw this video and I just this is how I woke up feeling this morning. <clears throat> Anyways, um, it's it's a great video. <laughs> Here it comes. <laughs> wow. Okay, what are we looking at, John? Well, um, like I said, it's kind of like an IQ test. <laughs> it's a big it's a ass ultimate red wave. Red wave. Um, <laughs> Riding away. No, that's us riding this red way if we don't get crushed. Anyways. Man, that's great. <laughs> oh, man. I think that just mixed with something with the red they put on there. No, I'm sure. <laughs> so what do we what what do we need to know to make make sure our vote counts do you have anything else for us i know you you're you got take off and get rolling but yeah, we want to make sure pretty quick i got another appointment but the biggest thing is if you put your ballot in the mail you don't have any idea what the postman is going to do with it what happens at the post office what happens when the two people from the register's office go down to the post office and pick it up there's a chain of custody from them i got you and they actually sign a document. It's under penalty of perjury again. They know exactly who took the ballots, how many there were, and where they put them. And they take them to the bottom of the register's office, and that's start the process. But there will also be up to eight to ten people that will touch that ballot before it's actually counted. You and I, as citizens, once the, the ballot has gone through the sorting machine and the digital picture is taken, as far as the state's concerned, that ballot was counted. It's not. It's not counted until people are done with extracting it from the envelopes, inspecting it, possibly duplicating it, maybe adjudicating it, uh, tabulating it, and then storing it. There's a lot of people that handle your ballots. Do you really want others that you don't know handling your ballots, or do you want to take care of it yourself? Go to your precinct polls. State law changed recently that required us to, if we have a folded ballot, a vote-by-mail ballot, we have to surrender that at the polls, get a precinct poll, Mark the precinct poll up, surrender your ballot, and then vote your, your precinct poll in the machine. You can do that at any of your precinct polls. You can also do that at the county clerk's office or the registered voter's office. They have three machines there on election day. They do the same thing there. And they also, this year, they have what they call electronic poll pads that they're able to communicate with the registrar's office to see if you voted your vote-by-mail ballot prior or not. So they're going to be using that this this election, which is something brand new. Hopefully, people were properly trained and it works well. We'll see. That's the biggest thing, though. I don't want people to touch my ballot. I'm going to take my wife and we're going down to our precinct poll and we're going to tell them I would like to vote in person and I want a precinct ballot. All right, surrender on my envelope on both sides, diagonally across it. Same thing on my ballots, both sides, diagonally across it. 
I'll take it into the poll booth with me. And they'll have to see you do that, right? Yes, sir. So you can't do it at home and then come with your no, ballot sir. surrendered. No, okay. we'll do it right there in front of them. And then we'll take it into the, the voting booth and we'll duplicate my ballot. My I will duplicate it instead of three other people that I don't know. And then I will take my surrender ballot and envelope, take it back to them and give it to them. And then I will take that over to the voting machine and put it in the machine. And then we'll see it on the tape that night after close. So that's, that's the best, the safest way to do it. Um, that's all I can really tell you about that. That plus, if you're going to drop it in a drop box or you're going to put it in the mail, you run the risk of the slicer eating your ballot and having to be duplicated. So in addition to other people that you don't have any clue who they are touching your ballot. So that's the best I can offer. And we can trust these Dominion voting machines to... Oh, with your bottom dollar. <laughs> Everything in Shasta County is counted by Dominion software. Just remember that. So when you're talking to your board of supervisors, give them an earful. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we need to go back to voter ID. We need to go back to counting the ballots by hand. In per, by hand. Um, I just I just talked to a we guy. We need to that, get rid of the mail-ins. I mean, <clears throat> we need to get rid of the drop boxes. The yeah. only place that that can happen is at our local level and build up through the state because it's the state legislature that's done this. State legislature just passed this issue that a vote by mail ballot. They said everybody has to have it, but then if you want to vote in person, you got to surrender it. How does that compute? I just talked to a guy that used to live here that lives in Arizona now, and he had to show his ID to vote. So they've changed something in some of those counties down there. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Is it legal for me to offer $1,000 to anybody that rats a family member out or anybody? I'm not one, I'm not like a communist rat guy, <laughs> but I mean, like, is it legal for me to offer a reward for someone to rat someone out for, um, for voter fraud if it leads to a conviction? Ballot harvesting? I'm not, I'm not an attorney by any means, and I would not think it would be appropriate, personally. That's my personal opinion. Okay. I wouldn't want to run that risk. Okay. Well, that was, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Messing with election is a federal offense, potentially. Gotcha. That, that's what's scary. Okay. Okay. Well, All right. that was just a joke. <laughs> exactly. All right. Well, if that's it, guys, I need to pass on, run on down to my next path. All right, All right. John. Thank you very much. Best so wishes to y'all. Pleasure to see you. And, and the best thing you can do, folks, is vote and vote in person. And in person does not mean dropping it in a in a uh, plastic tub with seals on both end of it in your precinct polls. It means marking it, ballot surrender and your envelope surrender, getting a precinct ballot and voting it in the machine. Thank y'all. All right. Take Thank care. you. Bye Take bye. care. I'll jump on the other side here. Well, all right. So I think the first thing we need to talk about now, since we're on elections, is yeah. the local elections coming up. Then there are some some of the things on the ballot that I'm hearing people don't are confused about, or some of the judges, some of yeah. the local judges, or not local judges, but yeah. judges they've never heard of. And uh, man, it's hard to find info on those guys. Absolutely. But <clears throat> what from what I'm hearing, the people that have checked into them, they're mostly all like Willie Brown and. Knew some appointees, and mm -hmm. so even if you vote them out, they're probably going to get replaced by some other activist judges. But still, it's good to get rid of get rid of guys that have been there for a long time and haven't been doing a good job. And you know what I mean? It's kind of like uh, it's kind of like term limits or whatever. These guys got appointed. Let's get them out. Get somebody else in there. At least it lets them know that we know they did a crappy job. Um, but then. In our local elections, we, we of course, we're pulling for Kevin Cry. 
Absolutely. In District 1. And then, uh, man, the guy that's really on a roll right now is Chris Kelstrom. Driving in, there's people up on the overpasses with Kelstrom signs. And, I mean, he's got a lot of energy, you know. And this has been a tough few weeks for Baron Browning with people on the his, the city council that he's a part of coming out for Kelstrom. Uh, the supervisor whose job that Kelstrom and Browning are looking to take withdrew his support of Browning and told everybody to vote for Kelstrom. And, you know, Baron shot himself in the foot being on a flyer with Max Steiner, who's running against LaMalfa. And then it comes out that he's been a Democrat his whole life. And the only reason he's a Republican now was because he's in Shasta County. And you know, you can't, you can't win here unless you're, you're no Democrats getting on the city council, you know? So, um, man, I'm feeling good. What are you thinking about Chris's race? Oh man. I mean, with the combination of Colt not running, you know, he had like what 10.8% of the vote or something. And Colt's a great guy. Oh yeah. I mean, I would love to see Colt in that position or any position, honestly. I mean, right. what a, what a stand up awesome guy. Um, you know, Chris was the front runner between them two. So Colt obviously, um, you know, threw his weight behind uh, Chris Kelstrom. So I would imagine um, those people that were loyal to Colt are definitely going to vote for Chris Kelstrom. And I think I forget was Chris eight points behind Baron in the something around eight percent. It was about from what I saw, it was like three or four hundred votes. But then Colt got like five or six hundred. So it was like once you combine those and Colt's campaigning for Chris now with Colt's percentage, he would have been ahead if you can assume that is going to shift over to Chris. But then uh, I I know at least at least 15 people now that I've talked to because I talk politics all day like Woody, I'd imagine. I know he's talking politics all day long. And, um, I mean, I don't know anybody that's going to actually vote for, um, uh, Baron Browning anymore. I, I, I knew actually a lot of people were like, Oh, Baron's going to win. And Carlos was one of them, you know, and he was saying, Oh, Baron's going to win. Baron's going to win. And, and a lot of people liked Baron, but then, you know, between the debates aligning with the Democrats, not really being that stand up, you know, I don't really see him standing for anything like Chris if you ask him a question, he's going to, he's a real person. He's going to tell you, this is how I feel. This is what I'm going to do. He's not going to avoid questions and kind of, I think people are kind of tired of that, those types of reactions where you don't take a hard stance on what you believe in. You're too afraid you're going to offend this person or that, you know what I mean? And I think that uh, people are thirsty right. for, for a real person and not a politician. Baron Browning is a politician. He believes Chris- government is the answer to is the solution to your problems. In, in you my opinion, you're voting for big government versus little government. Yeah. Yep. And at the time when Barron in June got more votes than Chris, he at that time had the endorsement of Les Baugh. Mm-hmm. And see, his stronghold was the city of Anderson. And then yeah. Chris overwhelmingly has outlying areas, the Happy Valley, Cottonwood, um, Palisadro, Shingletown, all those he rules in. And now with city councilman in Anderson switching and Les Baugh, man, I do not see how Barron holds on. I, I think it's very unlikely. I'd be I'd be very surprised if he's able to. So I'm pretty excited. That's going to give us three conservatives on the board. And 
um, we have big things coming ahead of us, you know, because here, even if we have this big wave across the country where governors, because I mean, there's an outside chance they're saying that Washington, Oregon, Nevada, and Arizona all could end up with conservatives at the helm. You know, uh, I got, uh, can you pull up on that, uh, e- the, the link that to the Nevada, um, let me grab my phone real quick. The headline is something about Nevada is going to switch or something like that. Anyways, but yeah, Nevada's, I mean, if you look at the polling, uh, data, that's probably skewed just like all the other polling data. I mean, right. I, uh, it's a, I believe it's a Rasmussen poll, but it's showing, I mean, everybody like five, four five, six points ahead. Um, but you're right. I mean, all these places, um, I mean, in New York, I mean, New York is going to have some, um, some upsets in, in deep blue New York, but I mean, they went so crazy with this COVID stuff, man. I mean, they vaccine pat you, you want to go eat at a restaurant. You got to produce, you know, a a vaccine passport to go eat. And I, you know, it's just, it's wild. And you know, in the U S they still are even into 2023, they're going to require a vaccine passport to get into the U S yeah, that's craziness. So anyways, you can just go Nevada is a state Republicans can flip can flip in 2022. Um go go down here. Okay, right there. So interactive polls. Okay, Rasmussen. Yeah. So I mean, we in Senate, we've got Adam Laxalt. I'm not sure if I said that right. That's plus right. 5 points. I mean, for the Senate, we got Governor uh, the governor race, uh, Joe Lombardo, plus five percent. We've got uh, I'm not sure. That's gener- just, the oh, general just the general ballot. ballot. Yeah. yeah. So on the general ballot in Nevada, um, the Republicans are up nine percent. I mean, there. The, anyways, you can pull that down. I just that was uh, I was reading that last night, and I, I that made me feel really good because Nevada was a lot closer. Um, in the last race or in the 2020 yeah in the last race was uh a lot closer and it, oh yeah it didn't do so good you know the the leftists i i think it's gonna i think we're so ahead right now that they're not going to be able to pull off the steel i mean i the only way they're going to win this thing is is through fraud and anybody who thinks that joe biden was the most popular president ever okay the most popular president ever. Look at his rallies. There was nobody there. If I mean, just common sense would tell you. I saw one guy um, in, in since all this election stuff has happened. I I saw one guy um, wearing a Biden Harris hat, and I was in shock. It was I was like, whoa, somebody's actually wearing a Biden Harris hat. Yeah, I, I've only seen right. one. Yeah, I mean, I've seen maybe. A thousand Trump hats versus <laughs> I'm just being yeah. real. I mean, a thousand Trump hats versus yeah. one Biden. I don't even know any. I mean, my family is all liberal. Does any of them have a Biden hair sticker? I mean, they're, no. I mean, no. Well, I look mean, at the rallies this weekend in Pennsylvania. You know, they brought in Obama, Biden. You know, it looked like they drew a couple hundred people to some deal. And then Trump comes in for his rally in Pennsylvania and there's, a sea of people as far as the eye can see, you know, and they're trying to say that, that Fetterman 
is is even with Oz, and the guy oh. can't even talk. You know what I mean? He's had a should, he should was we, horrible before he had a stroke. Okay, okay, we have to play that video. Okay, we have we okay. Look on there and look for Fetterman ad. On I mean, this is just I, if you it's think, the worst political ad ever. Okay, the the poll is showing that Fetterman. That is completely in. I mean, you think he's about as bad as Biden. Who do you think is is more unelectable? And oh my gosh, that's a rough go. I mean, it's a rough go, right? I mean, they go hand in hand. Okay, make, make that thing. You guys aren't going to believe this. This is a freaking. If you haven't seen this, this is going to blow your freaking mind because this is an actual ad that they made to promote. His election and, and and just just watch it, okay? I'm just gonna shut up and let let you guys watch it. Mr. Fetterman. Mr. Fetterman. Yeah. You need any help? I'm running for the U.S. Senate, kid. I need all the help I can get. You're running for Senate? Sure. Where's your suit and your flag pin? And your hair. Oh, hey, kid. I just want you to know I'd vote for you. Hey, thanks, kid. You want a drink? Nah, no. Really? You can have it. Okay. Thanks. See you around. Hey, kid. Catch. Wow. Thanks, Mayor John. Let it keep playing. Let it keep playing, because this is sick right here. And I don't know where they bring this. What's a jag-off? Um, I'll tell you when you're older. Wow. I mean... I mean, I guess if John Fetterman fails as a politician, <laughs> he's always got a backup plan as an actor. <laughs> oh, that's terrible, man. I mean, man. seriously, dude. I mean, like, who, how in the world did they let that thing air? I mean, I would have, like, if that, and first of all, they're ripping off an old Coke commercial. Right. But that was just horrible, low quality just every and then and then they're talking about jerking off with the little kid. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, explain that. I mean, what where does who comes up with this idea? You gotta be sick. Oh yeah. Well, there's the same people that push uh, the sex sex ed stuff in the schools for little kids, and you know, they're sickos. But hey, we're almost uh I think we're out of yeah, we're out of time. We're out and, of time, but we want hey, everybody get out and vote. This this is for all the marbles, man, right right now. So get out, sur take your ballot with you, surrender it in person, vote in person. Remember, we're here locally. We're voting for. Uh, we're we're really hoping you'll vote for uh, Chris Kellstrom and Kevin Cry. We need we need for sure at least one of those seats, and um, we'll be in a lot. We'll be a lot better off. Give us a shield against the state government, and um, we sure could have used that during COVID. So, all right. Thank you, guys. Thanks, guys.